Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. How important is the prologue in Dr. Faustus to understanding the play as a whole? Well, there's three key concepts that I want to just explore that are introduced to us in the prologue that are really essential for understanding Faustus as a whole play. And these three concepts are Faustus as a Renaissance man, Faustus as a tragic hero, and Faustus as an everyman. So let's explore these in a little bit more depth. First of all, Faustus as a Renaissance man. The Renaissance was a time of exploration, Christopher Columbus discovering America and the New World, um, and it was also a time of rediscovering classical literature, such as the old Greek Odyssey texts and things like that. And so Faustus is seen as a man of his time, a man who pushes the boundaries of knowledge. Um, in the prologue, we hear a lot about Faustus's academic excellence. Shortly, he was graced with doctor's name, excelling all, and sweetly can dispute in the heavenly matters of theology. So he's risen from being from a humble background up through the ranks um, at university and winning this doctorate. So when we see his name is Dr. Faustus, it doesn't mean a medical doctor. It means that he's won this academic achievement. And it talks about him being glutted with learning's golden gifts and then turning as a result to necromancy, uh, black magic. The idea that he's not satisfied with the limits of knowledge that the university can offer him. He's going to push further to the unknown, to the taboo. And that was really what the Renaissance was all about, people pushing boundaries and pushing further to the limits of knowledge. But there is a a downside to that, and that is that it comes at a cost. Um, And it says that his waxen wings did mount above his reach, which does refer to the Greek legend of Icarus, who flew too close to the sun and then his wings melted and he died, Um, but also is an allusion to the story of Satan, who initially was Lucifer, the angel of light, and wanted to be like God, challenge God, and then end up getting thrown down to hell. So there's a sense in which this desire to reach beyond the realms of the known is a sense of overreaching. And in a sense, that's negative because what happens then is you get burned. Um, And Faustus is this Renaissance man pushing the boundaries, but the prologue suggests to us that the result is not going to be good. Um, Just like Icarus, he's heading for a fall. And it says, melting heavens conspired his overthrow. And because he ends up going to the taboo um, world of dark magic, Faustus is going to end up, um, unfortunately, suffering for his choices. Now, this is where we come on to Faustus as a tragic hero, because the prologue makes clear that Faustus, at the start of the play, is at the top of his game. Just like most tragic heroes, he has accomplished much. He is respected by all. Um, and he's won this kind of from his own hard work. Um, but the problem with being a hero at the top of your game is that there's only one way to go. Um, and unfortunately that's to fall. And the arc of Icarus and Satan suggests that this fall will be coming. And also it will suggest that after he's, um, reached further beyond what he knows, 
um, he will he will um, go too far. And most tragic heroes usually have a fatal flaw. Perhaps Faustus's is going to be ambition and that greed for more knowledge, um, and that sense in which he's going to go too far, um, and then he's going to fall, and we're going to see him uh, be destroyed by his own ambition. But in other senses, Faustus is an everyman, which means he's a Joe Bloggs. He's a character that we can all relate to because all of us have that same uh, desire within ourselves to be ambitious, to go beyond what we know. And so we can sympathise with Faustus's desire to go beyond what he knows. We can also see that in ourselves. And in that sense, Faustus is an everyman in the vein of morality plays in the medieval era. Um obviously Marlowe is writing in the Renaissance era so it's past the medieval era but these medieval ideas very much influence the text of Faustus. The idea of the morality play was that you'd see an everyday character go through normal life and you'd maybe see them getting into temptations where there might be a bad angel tempting them to do something wrong then a good angel showing them the way how to be saved um, and Faustus, in a sense, copies many of these um, functions. We have um, a good angel and a bad angel. We have a character who's going through making decisions that we can relate to. Um, and in that sense, Faustus is an everyman, um, indicative of all of us needing to make our own choices um, about what we do with our ambition and our desire for knowledge. So these, the prologue then introduces these three concepts, Faustus as the Renaissance man, Faustus as the tragic hero, Faustus as the everyman, and these are big concepts that are really deep entren deeply entrenched into the very structure of the play, and we're going to need to understand those firstly for historical context and placing the play within the historical context, but also in terms of the play's very structure and analysing how Faustus fits into the type of these characters, but also how Faustus um, breaks the stereotype and deviates from those types as well. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Teach Me Lit. I'm always open to requests. So if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.